Welcome back for another episode of the Owl Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Carpenter. This week, we have the pleasure of chatting with Russell Kazor, our Director of Events. Russell plans and executes all events, from virtual events like Mid-Year Leadership Conference to our in-person events like Convocation, as well as smaller, more localized events supporting alumni and chapters. Glad to have you join us on the podcast, Russell. Good to be here, Drew. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I've got a couple questions today asking more about event planning. Uh, so would love to go ahead and jump into those with you. Perfect. That sounds fantastic. I'd love to get into it. Awesome. So my first question for you. To start, just a general question for you. You've been behind some of our biggest events over the last couple of years, including convocation. How much time goes into planning an event that size? That's uh, That's definitely a great question, Drew. You know, for convocation alone, we started planning that event almost two years out from it happening. You know, right now we've already reached out to locations, gotten quotes. We've already finalized the contract, uh, you know, and we've decided on going to Indianapolis here in 2024. And but really the planning begins well in advance of the actual event happening. So right now, Convo has taken us two years to plan Wow. Yeah. And being on the back end with you, I've seen some of those pieces, but I even I didn't recognize how much time goes into planning an event of that caliber. Yeah, it gets a, it gets a little crazy sometimes, but that's the joy of planning an event. You know, uh, what's nice is some of the smaller events, like you mentioned, or localized alumni events and stuff, those definitely don't have the same timeline. Uh, they take a little bit less time to plan. However, it's always important to know it as an event planner, if you are looking to become one, planning in advance is always the best piece of advice I can give you. That's a great segue into my next question. You know, we've got plenty of brothers out there who serve as their social chair or an alumni who, uh, who serves as an event planner for their alumni club. So I think this next question is good for them. Um, just you know, a couple questions for you on how to help out a social chair or event planner listening, yeah. uh, whether that's at the chapter level or alumni club. First, when you have an event coming up and feeling overwhelmed, where's a good place to start with planning? That's a fantastic question, Drew. You know, when it really comes down to planning a successful event, there's three key things that you need to do at the very beginning to make sure you don't become overwhelmed. First thing you're going to need to do is define the goal of your event. You're really going to need to ask the hard question of what is your event about and what are you trying to achieve? And what is the end result going to be? You know, define your event and you'll have an understanding of what you need to do and a better understanding of how you can do it. But another great piece of advice I always tell people when it, uh, when it comes to start planning an event is putting together a timeline. You know, like I said, we start planning convocation out for two years. However, different events have different timelines. As you start building events and become more comfortable within your role as a social chair or working with alumni clubs, you'll start to hone that in a little bit. However, if you are looking to do a pretty large scale event for your chapter, uh, I always recommend starting, you know, asking the questions at least six months in advance. 
But, uh, you know, if you start going uh, to some of the smaller stuff, like smaller philanthropy events or fundraising events or community service, you can start planning those out only a couple of months in advance. It really is up to you. But the last thing you need to do to make sure you don't become overwhelmed is establish your budget from the very beginning. Know how much you can spend on the event and where you have room to move around. Once you have those three things, you define the goal of the event, you create a timeline, and you establish your budget. It becomes very difficult to start to feel overwhelmed. But um, one last key thing is have a good team behind you. You know, make sure you have a brother that you trust helping you plan these events and you work with your committees or your fellow alumni volunteers and you really make sure you have a supportive team behind you handling the logistics of these events. Along the same vein, what are some things to do to stay on track while planning to execute an event? Some things to stay on track of. Uh, definitely managing uh, the budget. The budget is key. As long as you know how much you can spend, you know, you can go to any place and start asking questions. You can start making some decisions, but staying on top of your budget and constantly updating it once you receive or you sign a contract or you receive pricing or you pay for something, put it in there and account for it. And that will really help you stay on track when you come to planning, as well as, like I said, that timeline. If you build out a timeline from the very beginning and you become very um detailed with it once you become very detailed with your timeline you will stay on top of it and you will stay on track with planning your event and make sure it goes off without a hitch and lastly what advice do you have to ensure a good turnout of people to attend your event that's a fantastic question drew that is pretty much the age-old question of any event planner is how do you actually get your people that you want to attend actually to attend um, but really all it comes down to is identifying your target market and reaching out to them through the proper channels. If you are wanting to plan a social event for your brothers as well as a sorority on campus, you're not going to want to send out emails and stuff targeting, uh, targeting them. You're going to want to advertise over social media. You're going to want to market over that, those platforms like Instagram and TikTok to make sure that they are aware of the event. However, if you're working with alumni or if you're planning an alumni event, calling and emailing these individuals is probably the best route you can take. But just understanding your market and making sure that you have an action plan in order to specifically target them is the key in order to ensuring that people turn up for your event. Well, and piggybacking off that, Russell, I think you and I have had plenty of conversations about this. If you want people to come, you've got to plan it far enough in advance for their schedule. Yeah, I know we've worked groups on that in the past. And making sure that people know far enough in advance to have it on their calendar before there's something else, you got to do if you want them to show up. That's a fantastic point to bring up, Drew. Definitely planning and having all the details finalized well in advance will significantly help people to come out to your event. If you start marketing your event a couple months ahead of time, but you don't provide any details of location or when and where it's happening. You won't have a whole lot of interest in people attending. However, if you advertise all the details and people can actually make plans around attending your event, that is always the way you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, just for our listeners reference, 
and Russell and I have been working on putting together an event planning guide specifically for our colonies of Sigma Pi so they can charter. But we've seen how that document could benefit other brothers and how it could even be an event planning guide for any event. Um, so that'll be something that we're looking to wrap up and, and get on our website moving forward for future use. Absolutely. We are definitely looking to put that together and make sure it is a easily accessible resource for all of our committee heads and executive council members and even alumni volunteers. Perfect. Well, that will wrap up today's episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Owl Talk podcast. And thank you, Russell, for providing excellent advice on hosting a great event. For everyone listening, make sure to hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe. Thank you.